Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. The Braves Radio Network channel on the Podcast Park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Everything about the Devin Worley Band makes you think of the South. Big classic guitar riffs and a soulful lead singer belting out anthems. They've even shared the stage with bands like Whiskey Myers and Leonard Skinner. However, these up-and-coming country rockers are really from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We've heard great things about this new band, and they're playing Smith's Old Bar this Thursday, September 14th, along with Atlanta's own Dave Franklin and Nelson Nolan and Sweet Young Twang. So that's this Thursday, September 14th, so we had to get Miss Devin Worley on the phone to invite music fans to join us for their big Atlanta debut. Devin Worley, welcome to Braves Country. Hi, happy to be here. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia Coast. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. It's not often that we talk to a Twins fan. We're normally talking to Braves fans, but we hear you're coming to Braves country. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be fun. Right on. Well, it's so good to hear from you, and we're still a little bitter about 1991. We sure are. We, we, we will one day get over it, probably not any day soon, but we'll get over it. So are you, like for me, I'm a Braves fan because I'm born and raised in, in Georgia, but I yeah. love baseball more than I love the Braves, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Are you like that, okay. too? Are you just a baseball fan sense. and Twins just happen to be? your team yeah that's pretty much it for me baseball is actually one of the first sports that i ever really watched my whole family uh we're a bunch of sport martial artists we own karate schools oh wow so i didn't uh grow up with 
you know, a lot of super dedicated to one team sports fans. But the first games that I ever went to were with my grandpa for the Twins. That was the first sport that I, you know, sat down and really had a lot of fun just watching the game. I love going to baseball games. So the Twins are just an easy pick for me. I mean, no Minnesota sports team is an easy pick to be your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you, for a long time, Atlanta teams weren't either. The Braves were never good, you know, or I say never good. Through the middle 80s when I was growing up, they weren't very good. And then the 90s took off, and they've been, you know, relatively good since then. And then the Falcons have never been good. Georgia's always been on the cusp of being great as far as football goes in, in the University of Georgia. I'd say they are now. And, and now they've moved into an, an elite category. But for a long time, they were not, even though we felt like they were because we had Herschel Walker, you know, in a national championship. <laughs> As I have been told multiple times before coming on here, the Braves are actually really kicking ass right now. Yes, they are. So it seems like actually we're both kind of doing good right now hopefully it still goes well for the twins but as far as i've heard it's probably going to end up pretty great for the Braves, also yeah I hope from your lips to god's ears that's right and you know you, you don't want to see us this year in the world series because we'll get you unlike finally uh, finally yeah. we'll finally get our redemption <laughs> unlike, fingers crossed uh, unlike 1991 when your twins won but they really cheated i don't sure, I, now i looked you up and you were born in 98 so we're not going to hold this against you okay but thank you i appreciate that but at the same time though they did cheat they turned on the air conditioner blowing out when they were batting and blowing in when we were batting first of all and then second of all uh kent herbeck he manhandled ron gann at first base if there was instant replay these days we would have won that do you know but do you know anything about have you even heard of any of that stuff i have honestly here's the thing i you know i obviously i grew up in sports martial arts and i'm a professional musician so for most of my life, I did not know really anything about sports. I like to call anything with a ball sports ball. Right. Just keep it clean and simple. But my boyfriend, uh, we've been together five years now, and he is an avid sports fan in general. So over the last five years, I've kind of been initiated into being a sports fan. And I got to say, it's stressful. Yeah, it is it a can lot be. So, I didn't realize how stressful it was until recently. So what is what is your boyfriend's name, and, and who are his teams? Because I'm interested in that. That could rub off on you in some way. Yeah, well, you know, my boyfriend's name is Matt, but we call him Bob. That's a long story. <laughs> I love it. I love it already. Yeah. yeah, well, no, we both hate pet names. Like, I'd never be like, hey, babe, hi, honey, you know. But so you chose Bob? Robert, my middle name is Elizabeth. <laughs> so I call him Bob, and he calls me Beth, but I call him Bob so much I've kind of stolen his name from him. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. You know, it's funny. My, my my name is Jerry, but everybody calls me Tug, and that was it was a silly pet name for my wife. It was, it was just, and some of my friends heard her call me that, and they made fun of me. Well, I, I say made fun of me they make fun of me to this day and and now yeah. she's back to just jerry because they everybody calls me tug now it's just oh my a, god no yeah. i've completely stolen his name when we we've been dating like three years and we were like wouldn't it be hilarious if we put it on facebook finally and we put it a relationship on facebook and i genuinely had comments that were like did you and bob break up what happened to bob where's bob I what about bob? bob does bob know what happened to him i'm like i've completely renamed this man in the span of five years he's I an enigma it. now no one really knows him love but That's he a... uh, went to school in nebraska so oh, you know yeah. i've kind of quasi become Ooh. a huskers fan Mm. in that realm but both of us really root for 
any Minnesota team because we got to in general. But he actually really is a big Braves fan, so this is kind of intimate that this is happening. You know, uh, we've got a Braves fan who's living up there with you all. Our buddy Steve Gorman is a radio host. He's a former drummer for the Black Crows, and he's got a couple other great bands right now. Um, Trigger, oh, yeah. Trigger Hippie, and all that. You need to have you have you met Steve yet? He's up there. And- I haven't met him, but we've kind of run in similar circles for a really long time. So that's the funny thing about being a musician is you don't meet a lot of people, but you know them. That's right. Yeah. Well, we'll I've, I've run in the same kind of circles as him for years, so it'd be nice to actually meet him and get to say hi for real. Yeah, we'll tell him all about you, uh, and we'll send him a copy of this uh, podcast here, so maybe he can uh, check you out and and check out the new music. I think we're going to play some later. And uh, and speaking of meeting, we're looking forward to meeting you. You're coming to Atlanta for the very first time this Thursday night, uh, Smith's Old Bar. That's going to be exciting. I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. And, you know, we've never gotten down to Atlanta before, but even, you know, we've always wanted to. I don't know if you know who they are, but one of our favorite bands as a as a group ourselves and one of our biggest like modern inspirations is blackberry smoke (laughs) they're out of atlanta and they're one of our favorite people on the planet so getting to come down there to their territory and put on a show we're really excited wow that's interesting so i was their road manager for five years and uh, oh my god no way and that's how i met uh your our mutual friend Corey carlson who's the tour manager for lucas nelson his first uh his first tour actually uh, he was uh, the greatest runner in Minneapolis ever. Tug, when you sh- <laughs> when you showed up for a show and Corey was there to be your runner, you knew everything was going to be okay. Nice. And then uh, Lucas figured that out and hired him to be the tour manager for his band, uh, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real. And his first uh, trip was like a month-long uh, run opening for Blackberry Smoke. So I kind of you know, uh, helped Corey out a little bit, and we got things going, and, and we became great friends. We both loved baseball. We argued about the Twins and the Braves the whole time. And... Uh, so it's all it's all one family, and I love that you love Blackberry Smoke. I can hear it in your music. Uh, it, it, you really got a Southern rock thing going on, kind of. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think one of my favorite things about Blackberry Smoke is how not just genre-bending they are, but how uniquely themselves they are. I take a lot of inspiration from that just in general. One of our goals as musicians has always been, like, I don't want to be a genre. I don't want to be you know, put in a box. I want to make the music that we make, and it sounds like us no matter what it is. And they're one of the bands that I think really showed us that that's something that you can do in a modern setting. They really are so uniquely themselves. It's really fun to watch them and listen to them. Well, I'm going to tell them that you're into them and uh, see if any of the guys want to come to the show this Thursday night. Oh, my God. Don't even say that to me. (sighs) It would be so cool. I mean, look, if anybody can make it happen, it would be Scott Mon. This dude knows everybody and is connected with everybody. And uh, and well, I have hey, do so. Do you have an opening slot for a best friend position? Because I just cleared a spot recently, right. and you know, if you'd like to, I think this could be mutually beneficial. Awesome. I think, yeah, me. yeah. Devin Worley's my, my new relationship. Yeah, Devin Worley's my new best friend. BFF, so, BFF, best friends forever. I'll make you True a bracelet. Boys. I'll bring it down. Look at there. Oh, That's wow, what friends do. Wow. Don't make. No twins logos on that bracelet. <laughs> right. Well, hey, now we gotta represent both. Okay. Oh, no, right. no, no, we don't. No, no. I mean, we really don't. I mean, I, I love you, and I'm sure I can't. The, the single that I've heard, I love and think it's great. But I just, I can't love the twins. I just can't. Yeah. I, it's, it's again we the. We could be building a 
bridges over generations of, you know, hey. conflict yeah. between our two peoples here. <laughs> I think it's an opportunity you should really look into. Look, I'm going to do my best, and I'm a peaceful man. I'm a God-fearing man. I, all all of those things, but I just cannot with the with not with the twins. Anybody no. but the twins. Anybody but the twins. <laughs> Love can build a bridge, except to Minneapolis. More than you've been hurt. I don't want to do that. I, to I you kid. Friends now, I so kid. I think I can. I can understand. I'm totally joking. I would wear it even if it had a Twins logo on there because you, you got it for us. But this Thursday night, Smith's Old Bar, which is one of the coolest places to ever see a show. And uh, Scott Mon has taught me that that is a horrible load-in, so get ready for that. And uh, <laughs> you'll be you'll be there with Dave Franklin and a band called Sweet Young Twang, which is kind of what I have, a, a, a Sweet Young Twang. So I'm not young, I guess. So I got a Sweet Old Twang. But, um, but yeah, get your tickets now at SOBATL.com. That's SOBATL.com. So coming south is going to be cool. And then the, the new single is Light It Up and Burn It Down. I love the title. It comes out on 915. What is today? What's today? Today's 12. So we got about, um, yeah, we got a weekend. couple days. It's coming out this, yeah, weekend, this yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah. We're so excited. I mean, this whole project we've been working on has been a labor of love for going on like a and a half now we're so excited that we're finally getting to release some music and get this single out there and then a big album release party back home on october 6th and uh, we're gonna play that song light it up burn it down at the end of the show so uh how about this so because in the south mama rules the world every everything goes back to mama elvis presley everything went back to mama me growing up in georgia everything goes back to mama whatever mama says goes and mama is important and and in all Southerners' lives, and apparently in your life, too, because your mom is your manager. Now, how does that work, um, and, and how important is it to have that family support? It's so important. I mean, when I started this project, I was 11, and, you know, wow. my mom and I, we really started this together. And like I said, my whole family were jocks. They're karate people, and I popped out, and, you know, I was— Feeling the microphones from the back pocket of the coordinators at tournaments and singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star over the speakers at karate tournaments in front of everybody. Like, they had no idea what to do with me. And my mom's doctor, she took me out to every county fair singing contest, every rodeo that was in town. I sang the national anthem. I did every play that came through. I was in opera for years. Like anything that she could find where I could get out and sing, she'd get in the car, pack me up and take me out there. Just she knew it was something I loved to do and had no idea how to get going in it. And we decided to start this band together as a team and i absolutely would not be where i am in my career today without her she's been my biggest supporter and the biggest supporter of this project since literally day one that's a great way to i mean not just to launch a career but you're kind of you got something where you're sort of bonding with mom and uh, and keeping it in the family and hanging out and uh, it's got to be a lot of fun right Oh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's definitely interesting. My mom's my boss and also my mom at the same time. But, you know, we've been doing this for well over half of my life now. So it's it's been it's been really amazing to be able to trust that I have someone in my corner looking out for all of us in the band no matter what. I mean, it's so easy in this industry to get wrapped up with people who take advantage of you, who 
you know, use you, who screw you over. And we're so lucky that we have someone whose only interest in this band is making this band better and supporting us. Yeah, she really does a great job. I've uh, talked to her a little bit in advance of this, and she's just all over making sure that everything goes right and not in a not in an overbearing mominger kind of a way, just in a pro-manager kind of way. And it's really uh, it's appreciated on the other end, too, when you've got somebody who's representing you well. She also told me that you got a new clothing line coming out. Is that right? I, guess I it do, yeah. I'm partnered with uh, Minneapolis designer Van Quigg. Uh, we just kind of got together offhandedly through a mutual friend, and I was just looking to get some new stage clothes. And that, a year later, spiraled into us launching a whole clothing line. The fun thing about Banshee is that all of the clothes in the collection are show clothes that I wear on stage. So people come out to shows and they see me in some fun top or whatever, they can actually go and get it for themselves. That's the way to do it right there. I mean, just design your own. I mean, it's better than a T-shirt, right? I guess. I guess. And, and like, like for old country boys like me, we like we want to have a hat company. I just, because I love wearing ball caps, like, I just want to. But I you want, might be able to buy some of that for your wife or sister. Why, or, why, uh, yes. Uh, you know? uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, like, for me, though, I'm, I'm worried about me right now. Okay, I right, want right, good right, ball right. caps. I don't know. I think you boys can both rock a sparkle cape. I got to tell you, I don't know that I'd look good. If I were you, everyone looks good in a sparkle cape. It's dramatic. I'm not trying to say no, but I'm trying to say whatever's closest to no without saying no. Tug, I think she just named our next uh, hit record, man. Sparkle cape? Yeah, let's just get them on and come out with an album or a band called Sparkle Sparkle Cape. You have to whisper it. Oh. It's it's a reverent thing, you know. You got to be like, <laughs> well, I'm planning on wearing the black boots, the black pants, and the sparkle cape. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's that's very like Will Ferrell like. <laughs> that's really yeah, good. That's, I like it. Thank you, thank you. We've crafted that on the bus. We decided you can't just. <laughs> sparkle cape willy-nilly no you're right you can't just throw that around i mean that's no, serious business there especially if you're gonna make a ton of money off of it you know i mean that's something look i would i have reverence for things that i yeah. make money with too yeah you need to trademark that sparkle cape exactly. quickly i'm quickly. gonna trademark the whisper sparkle cape i think it's very important can you imagine going to the people that do the patents be like no 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 i not sparkle cape but sparkle cape oh my god <laughs> trying I'm, to explain I'm it look them right in the eyes seriously and i would say it i just love to watch their reaction they be so confused you know what y'all have done some real cool things other than uh, creating sparkle capes and and a clothing line the banshee clothing line but um you also were, were able to open for leonard skinnard which is i mean incredible i think that's you know a, a goal for any mini band no matter where they're from but um but yeah so so elaborate on that but then talk about some of the other music that you're into other bands are into i'm a country guy so i love country i don't know if you're into that at all but uh, love to know oh, what you're into well, first off, opening for Leonard Skinner, that was one of the highlights of my entire life. I mean, Sturgis in general, the Buffalo Chip, that sure. venue in itself is iconic. It was packed. It was one of the coolest shows I've ever done. Because they don't, you know, like at a festival where people pull up like camp chairs and things like that to save their seats in front of the stage. They don't do that there. They park their motorcycles. That's right. And when they really like a song or they get done with it, if they're digging your vibe, instead of applause, they rev their engines. Yep. And it sounds like 
seven thunderstorms happening at the same time, and it's the coolest thing I've ever experienced in my life. So just getting to say we did that was amazing. But then on top of it, getting to open for Leonard Skinner, sharing a stage with them, I, I find it hard in my head to think of a moment that could top that in my life. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever experienced. I can only imagine, but uh, also a fan of Blackberry Smoke. What else What else it, do you listen to? Well, my whole dad's side of the family is from Texas. Okay. So I grew up an avid Willie Nelson fan. Yes, I right. think I can sing the entirety of the Red-Headed Stranger, the album, backwards, forwards, and in Spanish if I needed to. Sister ain't playing when there she throws it in, in Spanish. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like That's it. when you know it oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's, it's one of my, he's one of my favorite artists. But I think, you know, kind of like what I was saying about Blackberry Smoke, I... I really don't limit myself to one genre. I love, you know, a lot of our songs in general are inspired and influenced by Led Zeppelin. I love, you know, Amy Winehouse as a vocalist, as a lyricist. We get a lot of inspiration from her. I love, you know, like the Sturgill Simpsons, the Blackberry Smokes, the Whiskey Myers, you know, yeah. that more rock indie country vibe right now. I'm a huge fan of Delta Ray, too. Okay. I love I I love music, man. It's me hard too. to narrow it down. There are so many artists that have inspired me in general, like the Eagles, Linda Ronstadt, Fleetwood Mac. Those those are some of my all time favorite artists in general. I'd probably rob a bank if Dolly Parton told me I had to. Well, goodness. <laughs> now look, the, the beauty of Dolly, because I'm from Northwest Georgia, just south of the Tennessee line, mm. and Dolly would never have you do that. She might have you do all kinds of things that would be good and positive, but she would never have you rob a bank. So you don't have to worry oh, about that. No. But I if don't have she to worry did. About it, but if she ever came up to me and was like, hey, go tell them to put all the money in the bag, I'd be like, yes, Miss Parton, whatever you said. <laughs> Dolly, I, I got me a new Dolly t shirt the other day, so I know exactly oh, what you mean. Gosh. I, I love, love Dolly, and um, and I love uh, like um, another artist I really love is uh, Ashley McBride. Have you ever listened to her? Oh yeah, oh, I love Lord. Ashley McBride. She is incredible, and I've been listening to a lot of Zach Bryan lately. Have you listened to him? Yes, My, I've been listening to a lot. He just came out with some new music lately. He did, and, yeah. And I've been I've been deep diving with that. I've been really into Coulter Wall lately too. Okay. Yeah. I've been jamming out to his newest stuff, and like I said, I'm a huge like Sturgill Simpson fan. A Sailor's Guide to Earth might be one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, dude, Sturgill is where it is at, man. Sturgill is so stinking good, incredibly talented dude, and uh, and oh, it's yeah. so great to talk to you uh, and 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 talk about music because it's your passion and ours too. Yeah, and you know, oh, yeah. you kind of answered our question about Minneapolis and how it ha happens up there. Um, you know, I looked at the map and it's up north, right? And uh, mm -hmm. so, but there's these bands that we all love that kind of have the southern rock feel that are from Minneapolis. Uh, Soul Asylum, The Replacements, Jayhawks, especially our buddy Tim Nielsen of Driving and Crying down here. He's originally from Minneapolis, and we just wondered, like, how does that happen? You're up there, and you're kind of in that culture, but everybody's loving this southern rock or this country sound. What happens up there in Minneapolis that sort of causes that? I think what's really unique and important about the Minneapolis music scene is there really isn't a definitive genre that is 100% Minneapolis. Like, you look at, you know, Austin, you look at L.A., you look at New York, Seattle, Nashville, like, 
all of these different places have a very distinctive sound, a very distinctive kind of genre that everyone follows. But Minneapolis, I mean, we had a funk scene. We had the whole Trample by Turtles thing come through. We've got this huge movement of country southern rock happening up here right now. And I think that that's mainly because southern rock I think what most people relate to it about is it's really the music of the working man, where it's not necessarily just about being from the South, but people up here can really relate to it, and it really resonates with a lot of people up here. Yeah, I can so see that a lot. a lot of influence from that in general, even if, you know, people aren't, they don't have a Southern accent, they're not from the South, they're not, you know necessarily relating to everything specifically lyrically there's a element to it that really resonates up here yeah you know what's funny call it prairie rock (laughs) prairie rock that's good uh you know it's funny i was talking about the new chris stapleton record with a buddy of mine and uh the the new single is called white horse and if it were a uh, a different year maybe back to 1970s that would be a southern rock anthem it would be on rock radio everywhere in its country now which is kind of the the, the landing place for southern rock and and things like that do you, have you heard that song do you do you dig oh, yeah. stapleton oh yeah and, oh i i love stapleton we actually got to open for him a few oh, years wow. ago it was us on the bill and brothers osborne was love right him. after us love then him. randy hauser then chris stapleton gosh love and randy hauser too that he is such a unique showman i've never seen someone get up in front of a microphone and have an audience that big be just silent without saying a word just everyone was hanging on his every note it was one of the most amazing performances i think i've ever seen but I think really it's, you know, rock doesn't really have its own genre anymore. No, it doesn't. There's some indie underground stuff, some more grassroots rock bands that pop up. But country is kind of the home base for any kind of southern rock or modern rock. I mean, the old Fleetwood Mac, those guys would be played on country radio today if they were sure. just coming out. That's right. And it's country is one of the broader music genres right now where you can really get away with having a lot of different influences and i think that makes it really special in today's music industry you know a really important venue on the whole circuit for country and rock is uh, up there in minneapolis is that fifth avenue you guys ever play there i've played there it was a long time ago though and it is a, that first half is one of the best venues ever we uh we got to play their seventh street entry our debut at first half up uh two years ago now three years ago right and it you walk in and you can just tell the venue's just it's there's an energy to it yeah yeah i I meant first avenue yeah and the seventh street entry is the cool little punk club down there with the chain link fence and the stage and all that but but first avenue is where uh, was kind of the home of Prince, and I wanted to tell you, th- there's a guy who runs the backstage up there um, who's been there forever, and next time you're in First Avenue, since you love all these different genres, go meet that guy and tell him I told you um, that you could, uh, that he should show you this uh, special little area he has in the garage there where he stores Prince's uh, purple motorcycle from the movie. It's under oh, a tar- my God, no way. Yeah, it's under a tarp back there. 
and uh, you just go back and next time you play there, just play it cool, do your sound check, be not, and then uh, and then afterwards uh, find the backstage guy and see if you, you can. can't tell me something like that and then tell me to be cool. <laughs> well, you okay. well, so you got to try. Two separate things. Right. I can try my hardest, but that's going to be difficult. No, you'll be you cool because you'll. Tell when you're from yeah. Minnesota, even if it's not going good, you have to root for the Twins and you have to root for the Vikings. Yeah. If you're from Minnesota, you have to be a little obsessed with Prince. Right. I can't help it. Well, you don't have to be cool. You just wear a purple sparkle cape. <laughs> That'll do it. Yes. Why don't I have a purple one? You're a genius. Work, work on it. It'll be great. <laughs> now, what Now, what are your plans for the future? What? Where are you headed with everything? What's coming up for you next? Um, I like to say our goal as a band is to take over the world. All right. That seems like a good good jumping off point to me, at least. Yeah, aiming high. But really, I mean, our goal is to write music that we love and hopefully it resonates with the people who listen to it and make a living doing the thing that we love to do. There you go. There you go. I that's mean, as, as simple as it. No, that's, that's pretty straightforward. And look, we wish you the best now as you take over the world. Remember the small people, the people that uh, wanted to talk to you before you had taken over the yeah, world. Yeah, your BFS yeah, in the land. That's right. Friends now. How can I forget you? Yeah, thank that's you. Right. And now that we're talking about uh, the, the things of the South and, and we have for, you know, the entirety of the show for the most part, because we're in the South, we can't help it. Like, if, if you ever come South, do you? Do you partake in Southern foods, or do you just go with what you know? Oh, I mean, I told you, my whole dad's side of the family is from Texas. They're That's all from, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth area, North Denton, that kind of area. So I grew up, you know, all sorts of barbecue, fried okra is one of my favorite things on the planet. Sister. But I am not a stranger to Southern food, especially Southern comfort food. You really can't get much better than that. Indeed. Is there a place that you stop for that Southern comfort food uh, across the Southeast that uh, that you might want to share that, that you know, um, that people that listen to this show might want to go to? Yeah, well, um, like we said earlier, it's our first time in Atlanta. So That's a fair if point. there yep, is a right. place that we should check out, I would love to hear it. But one, our favorite barbecue spot in that we've stopped at, and we travel all the time we get brought catering and we stop in places all the time but every time we're in texas we have to stop at the salt lick in austin oh yeah that's a great place i tell you when you're down here if you're into barbecue uh fox brothers is one of our favorites and it's in here in town and i, I wanted to make sure that you uh come to the show early everybody and see dave franklin who's opening up and he's going to have nelson nolan with him a great mandolin player they've been on the show before they're they're fantastic uh, dave franklin is like atlanta's best kept secret he's a great songwriter he's kind of like a john prine character i think you'll love him Devin. but the thing about all that is that uh, uh nelson is a mandolin player he's involved in the ownership over at fox brothers so you can uh, knock out you know two things that you love at the same time southern Ooh, food and this music is already shaping up to be an amazing trip i'm so excited there you go all right and so we do have to pass that along to jamie because my job is mainly to sing when they point at me and wear fun outfits she's the one who's in charge of the schedule so okay we'll tell we're her we're gonna have to work together to convince her we'll tell her well we are just glad that you're here and uh devin Worley, we just appreciate your time and, uh, and glad that you're willing to spend some time with us make sure you go and check the uh the band out uh devinworley.com at devin Worley Cl- at Devin Worley across the social media platforms, and then Thursday night, Smith's Soul Bar. Get your tickets at sobatl.com. We're going to wrap up this show and play your song, Light It Up, 
Burn It Down of the Braves Country Podcast on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. Thank you so much, Devin. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Thanks, Devin. See you soon. See you Thursday. See you Thursday. Bye, boys. Bye now.
This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.